Good morning. It is Monday, January 17th, and this is the Commuter Devotional. My name is Chuck, and I'm so glad that you have decided to join us today as we seek to engage our God in scripture and prayer before the busyness of our day begins. We are working our way through the book of Hebrews. Last week, we finished up chapter one and we started into chapter two. And today we're gonna continue doing the same. We've got a huge snowstorm rolling into where I live and I'm gonna try to actually record a couple days worth of podcasts just in case something were to happen. So if you notice the same pacing and the same word selection, it's because over the next few days, it's because I'm doing this all at once, which I don't normally do. But that being said, my friends, let me read today's passage for us today. I'll pray and then we'll dive right into it. This is Hebrews chapter 2, verses 5 through 9. For it was not to angels that God subjected the world to come, of which we are speaking. It has been testified somewhere, what is man, that you are mindful of him, or the son of man, that you care for him. You made him a little while lower than the angels. You have crowned him with glory and honor putting everything in subjection under his feet. Now when putting everything in subjection to him, he left nothing outside his control. At present, we do not yet see everything in subjection to him, but we see him who for a little while was made lower than the angels, namely Jesus, crowned with glory and honor because of the suffering of death, so that by the grace of God he might taste death for everyone. Let's pray together. Our God in heaven, as we look at this passage in Hebrews chapter 2, Lord, we need your help and your insight and the help of your Holy Spirit to interpret it well. God, help us to notice things. Help us to see things that are easily applied to our lives. And God, give us things to meditate on today. Lord, we want to come to your word as the source of truth for us. And so God, help us to see it today. Amen. Well, this passage, honestly, we could probably spend a lot of time on these, what, five verses. But at the same time, I don't want to take too, too much time like we did at the first four verses. So let's carefully look at these four verses and see what the author of Hebrews is trying to do. So starting in verse four, he mentions once again the difference between Jesus and the angels. And he says, it was not to angels that God subjected the world to come, of which we are speaking. And of course, we know that way back in the book of Genesis, even then the world was not subjected to angels, but instead it was subjected to humanity. When God said, have dominion over all creation, multiply, be fruitful. This was the mandate that God gave to man in Genesis chapter 1 and 2. So then the author of Hebrews goes on to quote Psalm chapter 8, which is a psalm of David that we've prayed through many times in this passage. And in this psalm, the author of Hebrews is inviting us as the readers to see the storyline of scripture and see that Jesus is the fulfillment of this psalm. He is the one to which all creation is going to be subjected to. But then he says something very interesting at the end of verse 8. He says, Now, in putting everything in subjection to him, he left nothing outside his control. At present, we do not yet see everything in subjection to him. So in theology and in Christianity, this is the already not yet principle. And we talked about it many times on the commuter devotional. It's this idea that the kingdom of God has come, it has been inaugurated, but it is not yet consummated. However, we see this promise here in Hebrews chapter 2, that at present, we do not see everything in subjection to him, and yet, everything has been promised and nothing will be left outside his control. At present, 
There is a lot of evil still in the world. Sin still reigns in the hearts of many, many people, but that is not how it will be forever. In the end, when the not yet has become present, all sin, all evil, all death will be brought into subjection under him. Then in verse 9, the author of Hebrews just packs this, in one sentence, so much theological truth. He says, For a little while, Jesus was made lower than the angels. So the second person of the Trinity came, he was embodied in human flesh, and made a little lower than the angels. But now he has been crowned with glory and honor. Why? Because of the suffering of death, so that by the grace of God he might taste death for everyone. Man, that's a lot packed into a little sentence. Let's talk about it. In these verses, we've already known that everything was put into subjection under him, and yet he was made a little lower than all things, including the angels, in order to taste death so that we might not have to taste death. This is an incredible truth for us as believers and should just make our hearts bow down in worship to who Jesus is, the person to whom all things has been subjected to is the same one who humbled himself to the grave so that we don't have to. My friends, as we go today, what a way to kick off our Monday, to kick off our week. Just meditating on this idea of what Jesus has done, while at the same time being the one to which all things have been put under him. It's an amazing thing to let our minds just wander and dwell on. On Mondays, we always pray for global missions, and today we're going to pray for the city of Karachi in Pakistan. Let's pray together. Father in heaven, as we think about um, this passage here in Hebrews chapter 2, God, it's a, a weird irony that the one to whom all things have been given, the one who is king over all, was made a little lower than everything he is superior over in order to taste death so that we don't have to. Father, help us to trust more and more and more in the one who has tasted death. God, help us to fall more in love with Jesus, to see what he did despite his position as God. Lord, we pray that so many people around the world come to know this truth. And Lord, we pray that you would, by your spirit, embolden the ones who have heard it to share it with those who have not. God, uh, we pray for the city of Karachi in Pakistan. We're back in November, a group of about 20 believers and missionaries from different churches and denominations came together in order to daily sow the gospel seed among those lost in their city, in a country that is just so dark and so full of false gods. Your light shines among these 20 people. So many have heard the word and the word will not come back void. So God, won't you use their labor and their prayers to convict the hearts of so many people. Help those people to which the gospel has been sown to grow into a harvest that you might call your people out from the city of Karachi in Pakistan. We pray all these things in your son's name. Amen. Go in peace. I will see you tomorrow.